0: This man, one of the most decorated AFL players ever, three hundred and twenty-five games, four hundred and twenty-one goals, a couple of fs four All Australians, three flags, a brown low, and a partridge in a pear tree. He's an <laughs> AFL <laughs> Hall of Famer, Jason Ackermanis. Welcome to the show. Good
1: afternoon, it's been too long, but yes, what a career! <laughs> <laughs> okay, good like, to hear like a from peak. you. <laughs> it's, really, it's
0: like I've peaked. There's nothing else I can do. Oh, I love it, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to ask about the AFL illicit drugs policy. You've been fairly hard on it in the past. The Jack Ginevan episode just probably plays it out into the public once again. Are you feeling still the same?
1: Oh, probably more so. I mean, I think it's hilarious. I feel for Jack. I mean, uh, not in the way that you think. I mean, I don't think it's outdone by anything. I think it's you know, like he uh, obviously doing what is probably a common occurrence, I would uh, say socially, but then, you know, to get filmed illegally and, you know, to get caught by the AFL. And that's that's my issue. I, you know, if you can't catch a cold and the AFL go on about their drug, drug policy and it's the world first and yada, yada, how great it is. Well, it doesn't matter how if you're the world's first if you don't catch anyone. I mean, Ben Cousins, who I played against, of course, we all know about Ben's troubles, but never, ever once did he test positive for ice. And, you know, the, it just shows you that the drug system cannot work if that's the case. And the only other one who ever got done, I think, was probably Travis Tuck. But he, he sort of, uh, unfortunately, was caught a few times outside in the public place. So how is the drug program going to work if no one knows about it? And unless unless the public help you illegally, hey,
2: you never know. Well, they target test, which is one thing. But you're right; it's a it's a welfare policy, Acker. It, it's not a deterrent. And I I could I'd know full foul have a big weekend. The beer goes in. I have a couple of little social um, drugs. I go to my um, um, doctor the next day, Acker, and I say, Hey, listen, I've tested positive. I'm self-reporting, and by the way, I've been under a little bit of stress. I'm a little bit mentally challenged at the moment, and no one knows about it. You can do that a hundred times, Acker.
1: <laughs> and and that's the thing, like, and I know, I mean, no one ever used these words when we played row, you know, mental health <laughs> or anything like that, you know, or mental fitness, and I don't like anyone that hides behind it, and the Correct. good thing, and the only good thing about Jack was, he said, no, uh, someone said, well, you know, you said you had your troubles before, is this is this the same thing? He said, no, no, I've solved all them, I'm good, that's not an yeah, excuse, he owned up. and I was happy to hear that, because that's, you yeah. know, that's taking ownership, I did the wrong thing, you know, I uh, I admit it. Uh, even though he could have, you know, boys, he could have said no. I did nothing, and uh, because it wasn't actually caught on the camera, he just admitted mm-hmm. it. So, in the end, it's the good, the bad, and the ugly all in one.
2: I, I, I'd like clubs to to self-govern it myself. What I mean by that, I know of clubs and and one close to Timmy where if they go down that path and they are a little bit, I don't know, down the too social. Sort of elicit, drugs line you know what they do Ecker? they trade them they get them out of their club
1: mm. and that's another way i mean you know <laughs> yeah well we, we know a couple that have been in that city and be traded but you know uh, you remember with the michael jordan series you know the last dance yeah and they talked about the cocaine circus that was in 83 mm. so you're talking about 1983 i think that obviously it was rife back then i mean you know, admittedly, to access, say, cocaine or anything, it's probably a bit easier back then. You know, in the United States, of course, it comes from South America, etc. But my point is, it's probably gotten that bad uh, maybe maybe five, maybe six years ago where it became rife. And, and you feel for the players, not because they're doing it. It's because you and I would go out and have many beers and go home rolling drunk and act like idiots. But these guys are like, no, that makes me fat. I've got skin folds. I'll take the yeah, pills pressure. and the powder. Yeah. And it's... It's, so it's it's a bit of a so it's called its own monster. Mm. In the end, my concern isn't that uh, the drug policy, as rubbish as it may be, can't be made better. You get caught once, you know, give them a good penalty, you could pretty much change the whole landscape of illicit drugs because it's still illegal to take them. Uh, performance is. enhancing, uh, you know, that's debatable if you have on the day, et cetera. I'm sure cocaine is probably uh, in that in that category, but you would probably get caught. But my point is, they retire and they they keep using. And that, that is a big problem. And that's that's something that they, they'll they never talk about the AFL because once you're done, you're done. They're not really looking after you anymore. But I can tell you, past players, uh,
2: there's a lot of them that have substance mm. abuse problems. Yeah. Do you reckon it's rife that people think? I mean, we as footballers reflect society. They say that. And back in your day, was it rife? I mean, oh, God, I've never no. seen it. Oh, even no, out, out I only now.
1: saw... Yeah, I only saw one play in all my time in Brisbane uh, with drugs, and he was actually from Port Adelaide. He came up, and I'd never seen a tablet in my life, and, and we were on a bad Monday, and he showed us the existing, existing tablet, and he took it. Now, he, he didn't last long at the club, but, you know, it's, it just wasn't in the culture. I'm not saying that it uh, it wasn't around, but, you know, I, I'm amazed when I go out. Like, I'm 46 on Friday, and, you know, I see guys in my industry, you know, go out. They just casually just would say, you want any cocaine? And I'm like, uh, no, but, you know, just, just like it's, you want a beer. Yeah. So
2: it's nose
1: if I beers. They call it nose it. beers.
2: It's like having six yeah. beers straight down your tonsils.
1: Yeah, you want some nose candy? I'm like, no, but, you know, but, but if I can see that, then I know, like Lee Matthews would always say, you know, you just see one, there's another 10. You just yeah. knew that it's yes. the tip of the iceberg. There's a yeah. lot more going on. So I think it's rife. I think it's rifer than ever. And, you know, even though players get paid well and it's an expensive product, uh, they'd probably rather do that and then pay for 10 beers because they won't get fat. It's out
2: of their system. They won't get caught. So them. maybe that's why the clubs turn a blind eye to it, Eka. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's just such a... It's an easy thing by
1: the sounds of it to get, to have out of your system, hey, what are, what are you talking about? We don't have a problem. Yeah. And, you know, Jack's 20, 20 years of age. Mm. So you know that a 20 uh on one weekend uh, where are the guys who are 1890 and then a little bit older you can guarantee and what I hear and I you know I still have mates who play in that in this era who are just a little bit older you know they say all the time just how accessible it is and what a trap it is for all young players. Mm.
0: Sure.
1: Okay. Is it um,
0: sometimes that case of uh, a lot of money and a lot of time is a bad combo?
1: Yes probably but you know me and Rowie, we're, we, we tried to actually go and buy property and, you know, make sure we save for stuff. I don't, I don't know how much they think is too much or they mm. think the, the gravity train just keeps going. But at some stage, look, I know Craig McRae, he's a fantastic uh, person and mm. he's a fantastic coach. But he'll be saying, mate, there are better things you can spend your money on. Mm. And I can tell you it won't last long. And, you know, now he's got this just foot with Jack's, you know, situation, you know, a bit of a cross against his name. So now what happens, you know, does he get traded? Everyone knows who he is, what he's done, or does he really build himself and show he's, he's great? So yeah, it's going to be interesting. And that's just one player. And I guarantee you there's another 10, 15 at every club, in every, every state, you can name it, even at the next level down, you know, your VFL, QFL, whatever they call these days, mm-hmm. NEFL. And they're there as well. So it's, it's an industry problem, but it's, but it's not just like, you know, Aussie rules. You just go and look at work, you go to a uni. You know, you go in you go real estate, like, there's no difference. The, the percentages are probably the same.
2: Yeah. What will Fly do with Jack, do you think? Will he put his arms around him and then whack him and then yeah. put his arms around him again? Yeah, no, he, he, he will put his arms around
1: him and say, look, mate, you're better than that. Uh, we can take bad decisions. But uh, j- Craig is all like all those boys in that era who played the line. They'll be like, I really don't care what you say. I only really care what you do, so. You go out, you work hard, you get the respect back and, yeah. and you don't do that stuff again and you, you got me on side forever. But you break my trust and you do it again. That's why I knew, um, you know, with the goy, it was going to be no problem. You wasn't, wasn't going to miss again. And you just know because Craig's there saying, so, mate, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, you let me down, it's over. But till then, mate, I'm, I'm always got you back.
0: Yeah. Hey, Yaka, just a, a change of tact. Uh, Tasmania, would you like to see a yeah. team come out of Tassie? Always.
1: Yeah. Always, always Tasmania. The, uh, I say this the best idea I ever heard, and it will never happen. But the best idea actually came from Ricky Nixon, who's at his checkered past. It was brilliant back in his day as manager. But he said, "What you should do is call it the Tasmanian Celtics. Go and get all the Irish players, the best, bring them over, start an AFL team there, and get your your top of it. You know, your talent goes through the draft. Mm. Call the Celtics, sell your TV rights back into Ireland. Absolute brilliant!
2: Wow. But you know
1: they don't." Is that it is brewing, isn't it? Yeah, oh, and I the love team, it. Team, you've got a, you've got a team of stars. You've got the whole Irish population all of a sudden in, in the AFL on top of yeah, the Australian population and Tasmania, and you know you get your Tasmanian kids in there as well. Mate, you can't go wrong. That's the best idea I've ever heard. So mm. other than that, I, I want it. I'd love it. It's it, you know they'll make it work. I mean, GWs and the Gold Coast. I know the big areas that they're trying to. Get into, but you know, yeah. if they're going to support those areas, you've got to support Tasmania. A, a footy,
0: a uh, state. Hey, yeah, it's a footy state. could you connect to the Boston Celtics as well?
1: Ooh. Yeah, well, you got that's well, that's why they called the Celtics. I mean, yeah. they are such an Irish town. So yeah. you know, Tasmania's a bit warmer than Ireland. I got to tell you, I think they would be like <laughs> oh, <it's> like summer, <laughs> Save degrees. Yeah. This uh, is wonderful. I, I'm going straight <laughs> to Tasmania. Eka, okay,
2: how's your golf? What handicap you're on now?
1: Oh, well, uh, I was down around two, and I and then I just, like, I'm not really happy about this. So I've slowly but surely just had those, you know, those stinking rounds you're like, I'm just going to go oh. for everything. And I pushed out the four and a half. And uh, next next week I go to Jordan for a couple of weeks, boys, bit of a hot scoop, just uh, going to wow. do a TV show over there. Oh, so awesome. uh, I'll have to have a break. But I'm going to play tomorrow and see if I can't uh, win a cop or two. Will
2: we a- see that a- a- here, a- 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 that TV show? We're, we're- Jordan. Jordan yep. is in the Middle East, Jordan. Yeah, it is, yeah. Jordan, Middle East, yeah. They usually film it here.
1: I uh, give you a clue. Uh, Wayne Carey's been on it. Barry Hall's been on it. Heath Shaw's been on. Oh, uh, that's exciting! Yeah, we we uh, we've been training every day, ready to go. So is that the one? Is that yeah. the military one? Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be in Dubai, but they moved it to Jordan, which ah, which is fine. You'll see me on the promos and stuff. But you know, Dubai is like nineteen degrees to twenty nine, and Jordan is just a little bit further north. It's like six degrees, so I better pack a jumper.
2: Good oh, man. Mate, Gee, he sounds you, awesome. You, big Captain Commando, you <laughs> wacker. <laughs> now, yeah, look I'd
1: get yelled at. It's my pre season.
2: Look, uh,
0: you're a pal of the show, which we appreciate because Parafield Airport Liquor look after us, you know, with our guests. We've asked you about your choice of uh, drink that you'd like because your birthday's coming up. Was it Friday? Friday, happy birthday. Yeah, Friday. Happy birthday yeah, for Friday. that, mate. So. Be 46. Yeah, but you've chosen. My eldest. Yeah,
1: I know, you're about to tell me that, uh, well, my daughter uh, turns 18 today, so we're going to go out to oh, Japanese, wow. and, and she can order a very first alcoholic drink. But yes, we love Japan, and that drink is uh, it's called an umeshu, which is the Japanese plum wine. So hopefully oh, the boys yeah. have got it in stock. If not, they might have to
0: oh, get it. the Oh, they'll find
1: it. So it's, so. it's, it's,
0: it's Choya Golden uh, Umeshu? Choya. Yeah, Choya.
1: Yeah, Choya Golden Umeshu. If you've never had it, it's the, call it God's liquor for a reason. It wow. is unbelievable.
0: All right.
1: He'd love it. Even well, get... would
2: love it. Jeez, Acker, yeah. you're a man of culture. <laughs> Japan of all places. Yeah.
0: Oh, mate, oh, J- no. Japan, Jordan, doesn't matter. Oh, man. He knows where doesn't it's at. Tasmania, <laughs> Celtics, here they come. Nah, brilliant, Acker. We've Aka. solved the world's problem. Well done, We've mate. We've solved
1: the world. Problem. <laughs> <laughs> problem. Really no appreciate way, you coming time. on, buddy.
0: Really appreciate it, and uh, hopefully we can have a chat when you get back.
1: Yeah, anytime you will hear from me. But yes, yeah, always great to be on, fellas.
2: Fantastic, Fantastic. Jason Ackerman. He's an absolute ripper. Been a regular there oh, for a lot of years. Love him as a footballer and as a person. He's a ripper.
0: He's an entertainer.